When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here. It's the Thursday afternoon Matt Riddle broadcast, co-hosted by Matt Riddle and his loud fucking table. What's up, Matt? What up, bro? How you doing? Oh, you know, sick from San Antonio. That, that'll happen, you know. Those long weekends on the road, you get, you meet a lot of people, slap a lot of hands. Yeah. And uh, if you don't have the strongest of immune systems, uh, it, it'll get you. They must be really dirty people because I have a pretty strong immune system. I'd never get sick. You, and- you know, it's, it, I don't think – I think it's just different. You know, it was yeah. a different. It was a different climate, and it's not, definitely not San Antonio per se. You got to remember, it's the flights. When you travel on yep. a plane, you're on that. It's 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 uh you know that's just you're asking for it. That's what that's what the the old boss man was saying. He said that, that there's no really there's no place for that air to go when you're on a plane, and if one person's sick, then a lot of people get sick. So that's a bummer. But hey, I'll be over it in a few days. This well, is my last podcast of the week that I have to do. So. If I survive this, then I'm okay. You're a stallion. Look at you. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of, I met you this week, and the first thing you said to me was, you look different in person. What the fuck did that mean? I thought, you know, I thought you, you know, you'd be different. What the, What is that supposed to mean? I don't know. What did I tell you then? Did you pass it the same thing, didn't you? I don't think that I screamed, what the fuck does that mean, Matt? I was like, bro... Uh, you know, I don't know. You you look a little more lively in the podcast. You look smaller in person. Smaller but, in person. But, but I guess people might say that about me. But you know That's what? True. But I, I'll also say this: your podcast position, you're very close to the camera. Well, I feel like me. You get the whole like body spread, so it's more like you get the whole picture with me. While you're just getting the headshot. That's know? true. That's true. I'm a very thin man. I'm frail. You did say you ran. I should I should have known. Yeah. But you it was tight. It was tight. <laughs> so you know it, it was good. That was a know? hell of a show, man. Yeah, you know, the the evolved shows we always have a good time. We got good fans, you know, uh they're smart, you know, and uh they like to have fun. So we got we got plenty to talk about. Like plenty, plenty to talk about. First off, Triple H holds a press conference to promote NXT last week. And one of the things he says is, we like to be sure that our guys are working in safe rings, Matt. And what happens on Friday night at Evolve? Yeah, you know, we rings, rings are a big issue, you know. And I feel like the WWE's got that on lockdown. You know, I feel like their sure. rings are very safe, you know. Uh, the the indies, you know, it's uh, I don't know. You you ask somebody if a ring's safe, you know. If they say yes, you know, we got a good ring for you. We'll charge you this much, you know. 
you should be able to take somebody's word for it. And when the ring breaks multiple times, what can you do? You know, it's already booked. It's just weird. That, that's the company that WWE may be closest to is Evolve, and that's unfortunate that that happened. Uh, to their credit, Evolve had a new ring brought in Saturday. There were no troubles. Yeah, you know, uh, that's what you do. You, you have a problem, you fix it. You know, the second that show was over Friday night, they took down that ring and we're already getting the new ring put in there. So, you know, it was good. Saturday was good. Friday was good. It was a good weekend, regardless of rings breaking. And then Beyond was good on Sunday. It was good. Good one weekend. Thing, one thing I noticed about you, Matt, if you aren't in the back preparing for your match, you're out front watching the matches. I do. I do. You know, I, I really enjoy watching the matches in the crowd. If not in the crowd, like buy my merch table, wherever, you know. I just – I like to be watching the matches firsthand. Uh, a lot of guys watch the curtains, and I, I do that, but the spots are very limited, and I don't know. I'd rather like I feel like in like the UFC and even at PWG you can't go out in the crowd, but there's like a TV monitor in the back, you know. So if there was a TV monitor, I'd probably just stay in the back for the most part. But I really want to see the action and you know because I enjoy it, you know. It's kind of cool to see because we always hear about your improvement. We see your improvement. So I mean, you're out there on the ground level just. Watching it. Not only that, you're leading chance. You're out there having fun. That it's kind of cool to see. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm there to have a good time. You know, I think that's uh, I think that's the biggest thing. You know, I think like most of the fans are there to have a good time. Most people don't go out to an event, especially an indie show, to sit on their hands. You know, I hope not. I hope not. You you know they shouldn't. You know, but if they are, you got to give them something to go crazy about. You know. Speaking of giving them something to go crazy about. That match with Dustin, holy shit, balls that, in space. That was uh, that was a fun one. I watched it back, uh, I think, yesterday or the day before. Pretty fun. Pretty fun Jesus. Stuff. Those chairs. The use of chairs in that match. Ch- the chairs are nothing. How much of that do you know going into the match? Every single spot you know you're going to do or – when he's like, hey, I'm going to toss you into three rows of chairs, is it kind of just like, well, well I'm doing this. You have an idea of mm-hmm. it's going to happen, you know. Like, you know, like I think I think we talked about tossing me into chairs. We didn't say how I was going to get tossed in or how he was going to get tossed in, but we had an angle where we were going to toss each other into chairs and then I was going to kick a chair into his face, you know. We talked about a couple things. There was yeah. a very uh, – well, there were several really good spots. There was <laughs> the move on the merch tables, which are, oh, not designed, yeah. which are not designed to take moves nor to break. No, that was a, that was a real table. That was a real merch table, you know, just to uh, hit me with a vertical suplex on there, you know. The, the leg just snapped off. But, uh, yeah, that happened. You know? And merch was still sold on that table. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I think what did they do? They propped it up with uh, a another chair. They propped it up with <laughs> yeah. the chair. Yeah. Then later on, uh, there was a cool spot where you were on a table and Dustin does a flip or, or he does something over the top rope. 
There's like a swanton bomb over the there top you go. rope, too, man. It was pretty sick. It's pretty there sick. There you go. Then probably my personal, my, my favorite moment of the show. Now I'd be saying this if you worked with us or not. You hit a fisherman's buster, superplex, through a bunch of like erector set stack t- uh, chairs. That was badass. It was, it was it was a good time. It was a it good was time. Good. Just 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 catapulted Dustin into those chairs and then uh, stomped his head and pinned him for the three. I noticed that your head caught one of the chairs. Did you feel that, or were you, was the adrenaline too much? I definitely didn't feel that at all. <laughs> it was, you know, and the thing is with the fisherman buster, I kind of like threw him over into the chair pot. I kind of landed yes. to the left, so I felt like I protected myself a lot better than I. You know, it could have been a lot worse. Yeah, it could have been. Uh, Earlier in the night, we saw somebody climb up a pole about 15 feet and just launch themselves off. That was pretty awesome. That's Darby. That's Darby Darby Allen Allen. for you. Yeah. He looks like a little, like a miniature demon. He's a a miniature demon. He is a miniature demon. Uh, Later on, (laughs) there's a... A few, fun, a few cool spots in Chris Hero's match, uh, which actually I came over and watched with you, one of which a chair just got absolutely fucked as uh, almost a fan did too. Yeah, you know, I Chris Hero, you know, I think last match on the Indies. So uh, he had to put somebody, he put Zack Sabre through a fan through a chair. One of the coolest spots was <laughs> Chris Hero doing a pedigree Onto uh, Zack Saber, you know, a little WWE nod there, and Zack Saber kicks out at one. Yeah, that that made me happy. The one kick, I love me a good old one kick. Uh, you, kicked that, out, you kicked out at one during your match too, and it got uh, a giant reaction. You, you gotta, you gotta pick the right moments to do it. You gotta tell that story, of course. You know, you know, I hate when, and I'm not gonna name names. But I hate when you're in a wrestling match and it's a hardcore match and the referee moves stuff around and interferes in a no DQ match, like almost trying to stop you from doing things. Yeah. It's, like, it's a no DQ match. Definitely. Stop moving the items. They're there for a reason. You're killing the rhythm of the match, you son of a bitch. Not mentioning names, but just remember refs. If you're in a hardcore match, unless somebody tells you to move something, don't move anything. They're probably leaving the chair in the ring or the table here or whatever. For a reason. For a reason. No DQ. No DQ. No DQ. You can't can't disqualify me. Remember this, refs. Just FYI, don't touch the weapons unless you're told to touch the weapons by the wrestlers. I'll say this, uh, I'm not much of a traveler. I like doing my job at home, but anytime I am in a town where Evolve is, I'm going to the show now. That was an experience. Evolve's a good time, and we usually, you know, like WrestleMania weekend, I don't know if you're going to be down there for that. You should be. That's in Orlando. Maybe. Evolve's going to be there. Beyond's going to be there. Progress is going to be there. You know, it's... uh, WWE's gonna How are you going to handle your bookings that weekend if there are like 74 shows? 
Oh, they all work hand in hand, like ding, 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 okay. ding, 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 over like the course of like three, four days. So you may be wrestling like eight matches that weekend. Oh, I'm wrestling at least like, oh, I'm wrestling like probably like 10 matches that week. That's awesome. That is incredible. Yeah, it is. It is. It's going to be a good weekend. So you were the bell of the ball this weekend, the talk of a lot of people this weekend, whether Ooh. you knew it or not. I didn't. The bell of the ball. The bell of the ball because you're fucking everywhere somehow. I don't know how, but you're everywhere. Hey, dude, uh, I was at NXT TakeOver, bro. We're, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> we're yeah. going to talk about it with that shit-eating grin on your face. Uh, uh, hilarious. So for the conference call ahead of NXT TakeOver, the same one I talked about earlier, people asked about you. And Triple H said that uh, they came or they had you work out, and said that he is all or said that Triple H is all about second chances. But you, but a guy has to prove himself. Triple H felt that Matt Riddle has promise and helped him get taken care of in the scene and cultivated. Said that you have done very well with that and what the future holds. He doesn't know, but that you are a very talented kid with a bright future. We will see where it goes. Your thoughts. I don't. I don't know. I guess we'll see where it goes. <laughs> You're gonna be pedigreeing anybody for one counts anytime soon. I will never fucking do a pedigree. That's just like why? Because it's a, it's not my move. It's not my steez. The tombstone is though. Come on, you do a hell Tomb, of a tombstone. That's a that's my tombstone. It's more. It's a bro stone. Okay. And you jump in the air when you do it. I I, I jump in the air and I lean forward, so it's actually WWE safe. Too. It's a slam. Yeah, it's a pancake, but it's a it's a tombstone variation. Yeah. You know, and sometimes depending on the effect I'm trying to get, I might drop you on your head, you know, but like <laughs> I'll warn my opponent depending. But most <laughs> but most guys uh, you know, like older guys, the vets, they prefer a pancake. Same thing with the fisherman buster. They prefer a fisherman suit flex over the buster. So I gotta kinda like do like a jumping butt, you know. Yeah. So, you know, I, I change things up for everybody, you know. So how much have you spoken to Triple H or have you? Just, just very few words, very few words. Like he came up to me. I, I talked to him probably like, it was probably like a year ago. It was last year's rumble, not this year's last year's rumble. So it's been exactly one year and he came up to me at any ball of event he goes hey i appreciate what you're doing here and i go i appreciate what you're doing here nice <laughs> and then he goes he looked at me kind of weird and then he goes all right he's like i just want to thank you for everything you've done he's like and i go and did, you, I, and did you look at him and say i want to thank you for everything you've done that's exactly what i said <laughs> and then he looked at me weird he shook my hand and he walked away. Oh. And that's the last. That's the last I've talked to Triple H. Either I'm in person. I've only talked to him in person. I've never talked to him on the phone or anything. It was just those those few words back and forth. And he was super tan, and I didn't know why. And then he won the Rumble the next day, and I was like, now I know why. Yeah. Yeah, got to keep that tan when you're winning the Rumble. So Randy Orton had that rumble winning tan this weekend. Yeah, you can tell when somebody's going to win the rumble. They're orange. <laughs> if somebody's orange rumble season, 
They're fucking winning. They gotta ban that shit. That orange tan, dude, looks terrible. Dude, I think I'll tell you this. I think you should have to really tan. Like, you need a natural tan, or you can't be tan. Like, no more of this like smear on tan. Because some of these guys are just smearing on tan, and I'm not gonna mention names because I'm not that kind of guy. But it's just. And I'm not saying you have to go crazy hard. You don't have to be like brown, you know, just you know I mean get some get some shade. Get some shade, you know. Like it I bought my wife a tanning bed for four hundred and fifty bucks. If people are home one day a week, they can spend how, how good is a tanning bed? Four fifty. Like what what's yes, it's okay. What's that's the job. Like, what do you mean does the job? Like do you have to like do parts of your body at a time or can nope. you just like lay in the whole thing? Just laying the whole thing. Yeah. E- email me the link for this tanning bed because it's I probably can... from the nineties. It's an old bed. It's just well, well taken care of and has new bulbs and everything like okay, that. Okay, well, if these tanning beds are going for four hundred and fifty dollars or five hundred bucks on the internet. I, oh, I you mean... can you can absolutely find one online for that much. I'll 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 see what I can do. Hey, people in the Pennsylvania area. You selling a tanning bed? Yeah, a boy. Yeah, because you know, I, I, and not that I spend a fortune, but uh, I spend forty five dollars on ten ten sessions. So, but it's a premium bed. Yeah, premium uh, bed. Well, let me tell you, you ain't getting a premium bed for four hundred and fifty bucks. All right, it'll be I okay. Could go, bed. I could go in at any time, but sure. then my power bill is gonna be more. You know what? I'll just stick. To, I'll stick to what I'm doing. I'm not tanning that much. I travel a lot. Our so, house is our house is really old. Summer's coming. Summer's coming. Let, let's move on. Let's move we had, on. We had to have an outlet installed that that it fits. So, hey, I would. I, I believe it. I you know you probably need like a ballast and some other things sure. to really get you know to get it going. So uh, you showed up at NXT Takeover. <laughs> I had no idea. I, I, I had no idea you were going to be there. And then I'm rewatching the show. I get back to my room and I rewatch the show. And they're showing Tyler Bate, and there you are, right behind him. Explain how this came about. Did you even know you were going to NXT Takeover? No, I didn't. My, uh, I was at the wrestling show that you were at, and uh, I kicked that chair into Dustin's head. Yeah, you did. I did, and then on Twitter. Uh, somebody like took a video and they t- tagged me and like we kick in the head. So I followed him and said, retweeted it. And I was like, thanks, you know, whatever. Well, he comes up to my merch table and he's like, bro, just to let you know, I have an extra ticket for takeover. If you want to go, nice. like, I got some floor seats. And I'm like, you know, like, why not? Dude's name was Mike. Super nice guy. He was the one next to me in the video, like pointing at me. Like, yeah. this. So, uh, but yeah, so we went there. You know, I was just there to enjoy the show. I haven't been to an NXT. I've never been to a lot of NXT events, so you know it's and it's been a long time since I've been to any WWE related event. You know, since I was like a kid. Yeah. So you know, it was good. But, you know, great show. But uh, I saw Tyler Bate come up and they popped the camera on him, and I'm like. Well, come you know, come on here. <laughs> like, so I popped up, you know, did the thumbs up, did the the bro, 
And uh, then I said, you know, I was going to whoop his ass because I'm wrestling him this weekend for OTT. Yeah. But I think the camera cut off as I was pointing down at him saying I was going to whoop his ass. So they didn't. You go the extra mile to promote a match, Matt. You know, I not even intentionally. Just things work out great. I think you know, I was I was told I was trending on Twitter. I believe it. Takeover. So, uh, you know, got a little pop. My phone was popping for a minute for a hot sec. What do you think that the WWE thought about that? I don't think they. What do you think they thought about? I don't think they cared. You know. Maybe they did. Maybe they're like you're a real piece of trash. But I'm like, I was just I having I fun. With, I went with the friend. I was not trying to get on TV or anything. <laughs> but then like they popped up, and I was like, hey, you know, <laughs> drinking a beer, hanging out. You know, you didn't do anything malicious. Definitely not. You know, and uh, had had a had a great night. Enjoyed the show. First time I saw Nakamura in person. And I'll say this, you know, if anybody at home is uh, who hasn't seen Nakamura in person is doubting him, got to do the, it. The, the dude's got some charisma. Oh yeah, the the dude is drenched. <laughs> the, the dude is drenched in charisma, and like. He could just like walk into the bathroom and you're like, whoa, <laughs> like that guy, that yes. guy's somebody. Uh, one of the things I liked about the show, I wonder what those models that came out with Bobby Roode, I wonder what the fuck was going through their mind when they heard like 15,000 people singing I was, I was thinking the same thing. Like, they, the, I was like, these chicks must <laughs> think this dude is the most epic man in the world. There's like a couple, like, you know, they're like Texas beauty queens or something yeah. like that. And, and this guy just comes out, like, literally, that many people were yelling, glorious. It was fantastic. It was. His his gimmick, his thing he's got going on is really nice. It's a, yep. it's a good time. It's uh, a good time. I thought Ciampa and Gargano, or Gargano were awesome on the show. Oscar uh, always fun to watch. That, mm-hmm. that was really cool. Ty Dillinger was super over uh, that night. And the next night at the Rumble, like, so over. Ridiculously over. So that was a fun show. Um Speaking of, I talked about your merch table earlier. Got a website now, Matthew. Mm-hmm. Kingofbros.com. They can get all your sweet merch there. King Kingofbros.com. You know, you can check out my schedule for the upcoming month of February. Uh, I'll do it a month in advance for everybody. Also, you can check out uh, all my new and latest merchandise gear and deals. Oh, a few altered bro shirts at the Royal Rumble. Yes. Oh, you did. Yes, I did. Saw probably three or four of them. I'm telling you, the altered bro. I there was a higher Matt Riddle sign. I heard there was a couple higher there Matt Riddle was. signs there. So uh, we'll see. You know, I feel like you know people are giving me the push. And to show show people what kind of a bro that Matt Riddle is, he wore the Fightful shirt out to the ring for his match with Dustin. I truly appreciate that, Matt. No problem, man. No problem. I do what I can. Do what I can. I'm a gentleman. So you were also the talk of one Dave Meltzer this weekend. Ooh. He says, well, he was he was on this kick about how 
people outside of the performance center are improving at a higher rate than those inside of it. And you were brought up. And he said, I don't know if Matt Riddle would have gotten this good if he had been at the performance center as opposed to working where he is with who he is doing what he's doing. And after going to Evolve, I can say maybe so because, man, everybody from the top to the bottom, that was that was some show. And as we mentioned last week, a lot of the guys that you've worked with over the past year are signed. Yeah. How do you feel? How do you feel about that? Do you do you think that maybe you would have it would have slowed your progression a little bit because it's a different kind of learning at the performance center. You're learning how to work on WWE TV. Yeah, I think I think it's completely different and I think for their my style what I'm doing is perfect. I think my style translates into WWE style as well very easily, you know. But uh you know my my style and I think uh I think I'm in the perfect place for what I do, you know? And I think I'm, I know what I have to do in the up and coming years and months and days to get where I want to get as quick as I want to get there. You know, is that, is that something that you're conscious of? Like your style, you keep it almost WWE friendly because if you were to go to WWE, you wouldn't have to water down anything. Yeah, you know, I would probably have to add a couple things. You know, they'd probably want me to probably do a couple more slams to people or a couple more, like, jumps or something, you know. Probably not doing a tombstone there. Uh, I could probably – well, it wouldn't be a tombstone. It would be like a tilt-a-whirl pancake, you know. Yeah. I, you know, I could always modify everything. But, uh, sure. yeah, you know, I think – I think I'd have to change i I'd have to change a couple things, you know, but maybe not. I don't know. Also brought up, um Dave Meltzer talked about like why in the hell WWE wouldn't have signed you by now. And they, he said something that was interesting. He said, I would be shocked if by the end of the year New Japan didn't make an offer, and if they did, that would force WWE's hand. Anything to say about that? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot here. I don't know. Uh, I really like New Japan. I really like uh, I, I like the culture in Japan, the way the, they watch wrestling and perceive it. Not that I don't like the WWE or the WWE style or anything like that, you know. But uh, I think, you know, I don't know. For my style, I feel like the Japanese really appreciate, you know, the shoot style of pro wrestling. Kind of like I go over to Europe a lot because the Europeans really appreciate that strong style, shoot style European wrestling and even that chain wrestling style, you know, jiu-jitsu mixed in. You know, almost like chain grappling. Yeah, definitely. I think it, it, you're in for a very interesting year, Matt. It's going to be good. It's going to be good, bro. It's going to be a good year. So tell me, what's what's that outlook like, like in your mind, knowing that people are going to be after you? You never know. Like maybe I stop getting better right now and I'm just trash. And I, just I think if you stopped getting better right now, I don't think you'd qualify as trash. You're pretty fun to watch wrestle. Still, still. I, got, I still got a lot further to go but i think i think in a couple of years 
It's going to be like right now, it's kind of hard to not see me, but I think in a couple of years, it's going to be like you're going to have to be like completely blind and deaf not to see or hear. <laughs> so, you know, that that's my goal, you know, just to get as good as possible and just wow people and make people, you know, just, you know, I don't know. So, how was your Sunday? I know you, you did what, Beyond? Yeah, I wrestled Brian Cage on Sunday, and uh, it was like a 10 to 12. It was, I think, 12 minutes, uh, pretty hard hit in, a lot of slams, power bombs, bro stones, bro to sleeps. Did you do a bro stone to Cage? I did. Jesus. Dude, I did a shoot German suplex to Brian Cage. (laughs) A shoot German he tried to stop me. So, so how'd that dude, end up? Dude, he was selling T-shirts of the Army of Darkness. Of really? The Army of Darkness. You know how we did it? And then he, yeah. he's selling T-shirts with his face on the Army of Darkness. He did good. I saw people wearing them. I'm, Apparently, about to do I'm about to do it with my face and do the one that we have. I'm about to give that to cool. my T-shirt guy. I thought that he ripped us off, but apparently he's been selling those for years, according to what he told me. What? No way. He says that. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. Right? I I, I don't know. I could have sworn I said something. He, like, laughed. But then again, you know, it was a long weekend. Yes. I was wrestling a lot. You know, a hardcore city, ACH city. And then Brian Cage City. So, how did you feel after that Dustin match? Any soreness? Any? You know? you know, I'll be honest. My whole body feels great. The only time I ever hurt or ding anything, it's like my lower hips, and it's not Ooh. like my hips. It's like like the bone in my like you know like my hip bone in the back. And, you know, and it's not like a serious hurt. It's like just like a bone bruise. I feel because like I got like bony hips. Do you happen to bump? Do you happen to bump on that area a lot or something? No, just uh, just periodically I hit it occasionally. Usually I land across like you know I land pretty flat, but like when you do a senton on chairs, you know, sure. Sometimes you know your your hip bone. Like, yeah, I, I do that all the time. Nobody yeah, <laughs> uh, but honestly, it doesn't like it's like it doesn't hurt. Like I can still roll and like I'm gonna do jujitsu later and wrestle and stuff. But it's like you know. All this shit barefoot, too. I don't know how you barefoot. do Barefoot. Oh, dude, it's easy. Just good technique. You use good technique, you should be like, – I would say that to any wrestler. It's like if you have good technique, you can wrestle barefoot. Like If you take every bump perfect, you can wrestle barefoot. Well, I'd say you're probably – I mean, that that's the way you trained MMA, I would imagine, except unless you maybe you wore some wrestling shoes for some reason. No. Well, I wore wrestling shoes when I wrestled in high school and college, but after college, yeah, it was barefoot. It was barefoot since I was like 20 years old. Interesting. I remember me and Shane Helms talked off camera. I asked him what he thought of you. He's like, I don't know how he wrestles without shoes on. Oh man, it's uh, you know I'll say this: the the hardest thing about wrestling barefoot is on being on the ropes, like when yeah. you like do superplexes and stuff like that. Like I could never do like a stalling suplex on the rope, you know. But Are your feet like sweaty to make it slip. Like what is it? It's just 
painful. You know, it's like climbing a cage. It's like imagine doing a cage match barefoot, climbing Ooh. up a cage. Like that's just painful. You know what I'm saying? It's like same thing with the rope. It's just like all your weight and like the ball, your foot or wherever. Or if you have a shoe on, you don't feel it at all. You got like a rubber sole. Interesting. But not that big of a deal. You know, you can still do a fisherman buster off the top rope through chairs. That was a sweet spot. That was a pretty freaking sweet spot. Did you watch the Rumble? I did not. I watched some of it. I was driving home, and we had it on the dashboard. And we were watching it while we were driving. I wasn't driving, but... Our, you know, David Starr was driving. And, we just uh, had an interview with him up on Fightful.com. Oh, David Starr. He's a mm-hmm. fantastic man wrestling him, not this weekend, but next weekend at CZW for the shotgun title and the Atlas title. Oh, progress. The double title match? Progress title versus uh, the WXW title from Germany. So we're both on the line? Yeah, double title. Ooh, we're going to need you to get some more titles. Just to I did. I told you, this is the year of the bro. I'm just going to stack up these belts. Year of the bro. Nice. It's the bro era. So what did you think of the Rumble from what you saw? Uh, I thought it was really good. Well, actually, I'll be honest. I didn't see much of it. I saw the beginning. <laughs> I, saw, I saw the big cast Enzo promo. That took like an hour. Yeah, I'll be honest. I kind of, I kind of faded pretty quick after that. I was tired. I had a long weekend, you know. So I'll be honest. And then I saw Randy Orton won. Yeah, it was kind of cool how they crafted it though. They knew that it was going to get booed if he won. So what they did was make Roman Reigns come out at number thirty. So everybody thought that he was going to win. Then Randy Orton eliminated him and got a big pop. So it was kind of clever. Interesting how they did it. That's good. That's good stuff. Well, they, tell that, they told that story pretty good. Uh, they did. You've only had, like, what, one Battle Royal, you said? I don't think I've even been in a Battle Royal. It seems like it'd be a waste, personally. Like, hey, we're booking Matt Riddle. He's going to be in a Battle Royal. I mean, you could put me in a Battle Royal, but it's really not mine. I'm the plum. I mean, I, I could do some moves. I'm not going to do the Kofi Kingston, but... Uh, <laughs> Did Kofi, did Kofi do anything? Yeah, he was – okay, so you know how they have their turnbuckle posts, right? Mm-hmm. Now they are LED turnbuckle posts. They're really uh, wide. I do know. No. He was on the top rope. He got caught on the top rope by Baron Corbin, and Baron Corbin walks towards him, and Kofi moves to the post where Baron Corbin can't really reach him. Baron Corbin swats at him, and Kofi goes flat – and lands on his chest on top of the turnbuckle post and hangs on to it and then pulls himself back in. Not a particularly exhilarating spot, but it wasn't bad. They're running out of shit to do. Damn, Kofi. What would you do? Damn, Kofi, your time's up. I thought it would have made sense for him no. to not to not do one, and they could play it up because you know the New Day's big tag team title streak just ended. They could have played it up. They could have ended the damn streak that way. They don't have to do that every year. They could have said that New Day is on like a losing skit or something. Mm-hmm. That way, you ain't got to work that in every. Well, year. you know, well I, I, he had to get something in, so I get it. I get it. You know, sure. he, but he's got to figure it out for next year. I was hoping he like had like a wagon car or maybe like 
Big E was dressed as a unicorn or something, and he like, <laughs> jumped on his back and rode him onto the other side of the ring. That's a great he, idea. He can take all these ideas. They're his. He can do yeah. this. You know? Sinkara used to be Hunico in WWE, and he would ride a bicycle out to the ring, and I always wanted Kofi to land on the bike and drive around the ring doing bunny hops and shit. Well, that's just risky bunny hops. And- bunny hops! You can't ride the bike without doing the sweet jumps, Matt. Bunny hops with spring stairs, a battle royal, thousands of people, Even and guardrails. Even better, Big E could have came with like a piece of plywood and set it diagonal across those stairs, and Kofi could have jumped back into the ring. He could have went all the way up the ramp and then jumped back into the ring. That's pretty impressive without falling once. Well, I yeah. guess he could touch one foot, right? Sure. Because those those rules are so weird. One foot. Well, Michaels did the one foot. I'm pretty sure his feet were never supposed to touch. But they had to change well, Kofi, that. Kofi did the hands on the floor one time and walked. So uh, he can do like a handstand and walk his body out that way. Like it's possible. Uh, it's, anything's possible, bro. What you got planned this weekend? This weekend, big weekend in Dublin in Belfast. Ooh. For OTT wrestling, give me the itinerary. I want to know like what, what days, what times. Well, I, wrestling you might not Saturday. know what times. I don't know exact bell times. Like seven p.m. their time probably. Yeah. Uh, but I'm wrestling uh, Saturday, Sunday, and I'm wrestling Pete Dunn, and I'm wrestling Tyler Bate. That's why I was calling him out, son. So, That's a uh, hell of a weekend there, Matt. Always is. Matt Riddle always has a hell of a weekend. Like, when, see, when you, did, you just you see this weekend, Sean, you just got a taste, bro. It's true. You literally you just got your beak wet. And you saw a hardcore match. You didn't even see that you didn't even see that exclusive Matt Riddle style. That was more of a hybrid Dustin Riddle style. Because <laughs> we did the hardcore gimmicks. Well, just wait, Listen, bro. Just wait. Hopefully, KingofBros.com. KingofBros.com. Hopefully, I'm at Mania. The boss is trying to score a box or something. I don't know if he'll do it. I don't think he'll. I don't think he'll get it. Sorry, James. I, Why are you trying to score a box? It's like that's up to him. I don't know. But uh, hopefully, by then, I'm not as weak and frail as you saw me this weekend. A uh, little under the weather because the San Antonio stuff. I wasn't very happy. I think it. I think it's more your travels. You yeah, know I what? Think it you is. know what else, Sean? You never you were supposed to buy me some beers down in San Antonio. Well, let me tell you about that. Let me tell you exactly what happened because I would have. That place that venue didn't serve alcohol. No, no, no. Oh, so I get in pretty late. I sent you a text, and I was like, "Is Evolve going on? Did the ring break?" And you go, "Yes," several times, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. By the time I got to the hotel room, I had been on a plane for like 12 hours on a trip that was supposed to take about three or four. Oh, yeah. I remember you whining about that. Well, here's what happened. Here's what happened. Shitter broke on the plane. So they sent me to Birmingham, Alabama instead of Houston, Texas. Wasn't happy about that. That sucked. <laughs> Birmingham. Just because the one bathroom didn't work, there wasn't other bathrooms or no cool. bathrooms worked. No bathrooms on the there were there was only one bathroom on the plane. It was a small plane. 
So they couldn't fly us two hours to Houston. It's against FAA regulations. They can only fly us like 90 minutes. So they took us to Birmingham, then put us on a different plane to Houston. So a trip that should have taken two hours took, all in all, I think four and a half, five hours. Mm. That sucked. Mm. Missed, missed my connecting flight. By the time I got mm. there, I was exhausted. Mm. So Saturday night, after NXT, I was going to text you. I was going to be like, Hey, Matt, what's up? I'll get you a beer. I am out at Dirty Nelly's Pub. I'm there with Justin LaVar of WrestleZone. I see Damian Nelson of Pro Wrestling Report. Uh, uh, WWE Blogger Diva. Some of you all know her on, on Twitter. So and, you guys were just all in this one spot? Yeah, we were all in this one spot, and uh, one of them had talked me into taking an Uber, even though I had a rental car. Mm. My phone isn't with me when I get to the bar. Mm. And I'm like, fuck, I just pulled a Matt Riddle. I've left my phone somewhere. I wasn't happy about it. I so you lost your man. phone? Oh, no. It was in my hotel room, thankfully. Oh. I but know. I had no way of, like, calling an Uber or a cab to get the fuck mm. out of there. Mm. So. Somebody call you an Uber? No, nah, I just waited it out. I just toughed it out. I can be without my phone for a couple hours, I guess. Sight didn't melt down. So yeah, I, I went. I went to Dave and Buster's after NXT. Got some. Drink. Did you watch some Bellator? That's what they do at Dave and do Buster's. Do you know who right? I saw at Dave and Buster's? Who? James Ellsworth. You didn't. I fucking did. And guess he what? Would he would be in a Dave and Buster's. And guess <laughs> what he did? What? He came up to me and goes, "Matt Riddle," and I go, "Yes." He goes. I'm a big fan of your work. <laughs> no. He did. He did. He complimented you not my a big work. big time to James Ellsworth. You better not have big timed him. And then I told him to get the fuck out of my face before I slapped his no chin having ass out of there. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. No, I was like, what's <laughs> up, bro? How you doing? Big fan of your work, too. And then I bought him a drink. But I think I thought he would have bought me a drink, you know, because he had that WWE money and I have that indie money. Did he have Carmella with him? Carmella? No, I think that's, that's his, just that's his TV girlfriend. Yeah, not I, real. I, I think that's just part of the show. Yeah, he's married. He's married. I don't, oh, that's why. That's definitely why that's not happening. So what'd y'all do? Did y'all play like ski ball or something? <laughs> because he's married. That's why it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> no. Just to say we will edit that out, but I think your daughter was upset. She was she busted in like, Daddy, James Ellsworth and Carmella aren't really boyfriend and girlfriend. I don't think that was it. I think uh the kids wanted to play GTA. So, you know, they were getting- Hey. Yeah, well, right now they're playing Raymond, which is a pretty good kids yeah. friendly game. Okay, Allison, <laughs> you gotta stop it. You gotta stop. Fantastic. But, it's okay. We're at the end anyway. Yeah. We're gonna wrap this up, you guys. Kingofbros.com. Go get your Matt Riddle merchandise. Fightful.com. Go get all your wrestling, MMA, boxing news. Follow at Fightful Wrestle, at Fightful MMA, at Fightful Online. Through this weekend, you can get those Fightful tees for $15.99. After that, we're jacking up the prices because we are capitalists. Matt, anything to tell the people before we go? 
Uh, just catch me on OTT. I bet they have a streaming service. I'll be wrestling in Ireland this weekend. Tyler Bate, Pete Dunn, plus many more. Uh, always catch me on the Fightful Podcast, right? And uh, Riddle Tough 7, Twitter, Riddle Bro, Instagram. Hit me up. Guys, we are out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.